Hey, this show you're about to watch and listen to is brought to you by Manscaped. Oh, is that how you say it? Manscaped. It's Manscaped. Mm. <laughs> I, we've been pronouncing one? Manscaped wrong for a long, long time now. Yeah, shave your bowels. <laughs> Manscaped, promo code DANGLE, free shipping and up to, uh, well, 20% off. Not up to, it's 20% off. Plus free shipping. Yeah, yeah, plus free shipping. So free shipping, uh, manscaped.com, 20% off. Use the promo code DANGLE. We love you. Manscaped. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Spaghetti. S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Where's Adam? I don't know, Steve. But I can't see him. I mean, is this a kids table episode? I don't think so. Oh, is it a special birthday boy episode? <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, buddy. Adam, where are you? So I, I am behind. <laughs> if you cannot hear this show, I am behind six cases of 12 bubblies each and each flavor. Of a 72. Bubbly. We've got we've got uh, we've got two blackberries, which are really good. It's a good flavor. Mm. Strawberry, one cherry, one of the new ones, which is bananas. Which is really good. Sorry, no, not b- bananas. It's pineapple. It's yeah. bananas good. It's bananas good, and then peach, bubbly peach, which is again underrated. Also, underrated. not a sponsor of the show. Not a sponsor. Uh, of the there's show. just tons of free promo. What, because... Does anybody work for them? <laughs> we really feel like I feel like we should be putting something together here. Give right. us money so we can give it directly back to you. <laughs> Adam's like, favorite <laughs> thing to drink ever is bubbly. So Steve and I gifted him every flavor of bubbly we could find, which was very nice <laughs> for his birthday. And also Nespresso. Plus, every day, every time we come over to do the podcast, we drink Adam's coffee. So we tried to replenish some of it by getting some uh, Nespresso Virtuo pods. And I noticed that uh, Jesse got the ones that like the blonde roast, which is the yeah. best. If you're going to get Starbucks. Mm. I got the Starbucks. Yeah. Adam. Blonde Adam, roast, baby. Adam what? Wilde into blondes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. You, hey. you like that? Like, is Natalie's You're on Twitter. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I got the Adam's History Corner shirt. Oh, on. I like that. You know what? It looks really sharp it on you. It? I still haven't bought. For, okay, okay, so I keep asking Jesse for promo codes and then I forget <laughs> to buy from the store. So I don't have a lot of swag. Well, so, Adam, <laughs> we have three parts to our gifts. Oh. Steve, what's the third part to the gift? Adam, every. Week and a half to two weeks says, our merch looks really good. I should get some. And then never does. And every episode, Steve and I come wearing exclusively our clothes. I'm always mm. wearing crap people stuff. You're always wearing dangle Navy stuff. So we finally bought you a shitload of SDP. Did you? Yes. Yay! And it's on the way. We're even having it shipped directly here. It's coming oh. here. So there's no excuses anymore. It's you beautiful. have to wear our own clothes. Yeah. We got your, you. your sizes from Natalie. And yeah. she sent us links and everything. We, we had a consultant mm-hmm. on the matter. And uh, they will be here in no time. And there's a special piece of clothing in there as well, right? Uh, For someone not Adam. No. Oh, you didn't get it? No, because oh, okay. so yeah, we wanted to get Everly something, but we d- it wasn't in her size. Oh, oh yeah, because they have babies and then they have 
kids, but not like toddler, right? Yeah, or it would have been too small. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fix that. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, Why do you hate that. children? I'll get the in between guilt children's <laughs> eyes. Why do you hate them? You know what? I, I do feel like three, four, and five years old are the children that are sort of forgotten about. Because you yeah. get into the stuff where it's like, well, this is a fairy princess for a seven-year-old. But three, four, and five people are like, you're not a baby, so you're not as cute, and we don't care as much. And their siblings probably come along, so we're on focused onto that. You know, it's it's one of those where they, it's the forgotten age group. Yes. Yeah, I anyway. understand that. Can I tell you a story about today? About your birthday day? Yeah. Okay. So Jesse <laughs> might remember this, but internally at Bell Media, we have an electronic system that lets your teammates know when somebody's about to celebrate a birthday. Which oh. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Right? And actually what you get to do, and there's a few things you can do, like you get virtual points where if somebody <laughs> on your team gets enough virtual points, they can buy something from like the source, uh, oh. which is a Bell-owned electronic store like a usb key 100 yeah something like that. that's that's about all the points will get you um and uh and and they're so, handy they're handy when they're you need a usb handy. key yeah. like um, headphones like, yeah you can get like headphones. old sony headphones yeah the one uh, gigabyte you get, like, usb you get five to six percent off headphones it's great yeah, yeah. so the kind so, of wrap around the back of your head yeah exactly so the 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 bell media system um sent me an, an invitation today to look at my birthday card. Because what happens is your teammates get like a, a notification beforehand. And if you work with like six to 10 people, they all get the notification that your birthday is coming up and then they can sign your card and so on and so forth. Yep. So I tried to log in. I tried to log in three times. I couldn't get in because the bell system is a bit clunky. Uh, and a bit, by a bit clunky, I mean, it's the worst. And then I finally change my password and log in to find out that not a single person signed the thing. No! <laughs> Yo, your not mom even, works for the same company. I know. Company. Like, I didn't even know my mom did. <laughs> TJ didn't sign didn't it. Didn't sign it. Producer Leah didn't sign it. Uh, none of the, none of my, like my mom and like none of the your people mother. in Chumbo. My own mother. Your own mother. <laughs> and I was like, so TJ's, TJ's like laughing about this. And he's like, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. They sent you a notification for an unsigned card. He's like, maybe they should look at that. Like if nobody gets it signed. It shouldn't send to your inbox. It's so weird. Like with big corporations, everything's usually very streamlined and convenient. A hundred percent. It's very odd. Yeah. <laughs> that would happen. That, that, that would happen. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, well, happy birthday, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. It's my Austin <laughs> Matthews birthday. 34 years old. Oh, oh fun. Um, so I, I actually, uh, before we get started here, the one thing I wanted to ask you guys is if you saw the uh, Timberwolves game last night where the woman tried to glue herself to the floor. I did see that. I briefly saw the clip. Why? <laughs> so it's interesting that you say why, because my thing is how. Also how. How is yeah. the first question. Why is, I think why is more apparent. How is, how do you get glue that's so strong that you can go, and then you're stuck there well, on the NBA floor? They got her off the court fairly quickly and easily, so I don't think it worked. Yeah, I don't think there was enough time for the glue to solidify to the court. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, does does glue like that exist? That yeah, should be surely. To... Yeah, there's industrial glue that she thought she could get done in like a matter of seconds. <laughs> there's security everywhere. It's an NBA playoff play-in game. I guess not really playoffs, but like there's security everywhere. How do you think you have that much time to glue yourself? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a ridiculous idea. I was wondering about that. Like, if she's she was protesting. I don't I don't know what she was protesting. I know she was a protester though. But like a sign would have been better that's you, another thing you make a, a cardboard sign you run onto the court done she was sitting behind the net that's the perfect place to have a sign if your protest <laughs> is ridiculous enough everyone will just talk about what it was no. the, hey did you see 
No one said, hey, did you see the protester who was protesting blank? It was, did you see the person who tried to glue himself to the court? (laughs) (laughs) It might have been a great cause. I don't know. Maybe it was against the war in Ukraine. If she'd had a Ukrainian flag wrapped around her neck or something like that, like a cape. Would have been great. We would have known. Streakers. Streakers get tons of attention because everybody loves a naked body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Let's zoom in. Need to know that phone number. Because there's always it's, on, it's on the butt or a website <laughs> on the butt. Yeah, right on the. They know oh, or a sign. Know. You know, they, you know they don't. They don't put the most important information on the back of the billboard. They no. This it's the part that everyone's looking at. So. I don't know what happened. I love. By the I way, thought you were going to talk about Patrick Beverly. No, I no. thought you were going to talk about the end of the game. Yeah. There's so many storylines oh, coming the, out of that red. That game. that first off, I well because I was texting you guys. I was I texted Steve and Jesse this morning when I saw the highlights at like 5 a.m. And uh, <laughs> man, I love if you're if you're somewhat of an NBA fan, unless you're a Clipper fan, you love seeing the Clippers get owned. It's just so great to see them clowning on themselves and. Patrick Beverly after the game, like on his Instagram page, ripping them apart. I love love watching the Clippers lose, especially because of what they did to us with Kawhi. I'm going to say that the T-Wolves clown themselves more than the Clippers. You think so? Yeah. The the TNT panel uh, inside the NBA, they are the best broadcasters in sports. They are amazing. And this is something you don't see across any sports. The commentators clowning the players (laughs) after the game. (laughs) The T-Wolves and their fans in Minnesota, because this their first playoff Anything. appearance since 2004. Oh, has it been that long? It's been that since the KG era T-Wolves. Oh, my <laughs> God. So they celebrated last night like they won the NBA championship. LeBron got in on the fun. He tweeted out a bunch of laughing emojis at them for celebrating so hard. Beverly up on the, on the scoring table, yeah. pounded his chest to the crowd. It was a little embarrassing, and the TNT panel, they took the celebration, and they played We Are the Champions over it. Oh, (laughs) no. And Shaq's sitting there laughing his ass off at the T-Wolves and their fans (laughs) because they they celebrated getting into the playoffs this hard, and it's a little embarrassing for your franchise. So the funny thing about that is that, like, in in the MLB, if if a, if the Blue Jays make it into the wild card game, they're like pouring champagne on each <laughs> yeah, other and smoking cigars on the field. Edwin, like, yeah, like I don't, I I don't know what it is. This, about this baseball is, this is, is double different league, because maybe? this is you're celebrating clinching the seventh seed. No, you no, know? when the Jays clinch a playoff spot, yeah, like even the wild card yeah. spot, they're Everyone. like, yeah, we got, but th- that one game that's different in baseball because of how exclusive those spots were. There were there for the first. 80 years of baseball, there are four spots. There were three, actually. Yeah. There are three yep. spots. You win your division, you're in. That's it. And then they added a wild card. So a long time, there's four spots. You like celebrate impossible. one of those four spots. Yeah. In the NBA, half the league makes the makes the playoffs. There's right. eight out of 16 more. make it. The T-Wolves are the... They clinched the seventh spot in the play-in tournament, and they threw confetti on the court. Get out of here. <laughs> we are the champions, hey, T-Wolves. We, okay, do you guys remember Go when the Leafs... Go lose to John Moran. <laughs> when, the Leafs, when the Leafs... He tweeted it, too. Yeah! Tweeted. When the Leafs made the playoffs in 16-17, um, and it was... Remember Connor Brown scored that uh, yeah. goal against Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Little leprechaun has found a pot of gold. That's right. Joe Bowen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can remember Toronto fans celebrating pretty damn hard. Uh, it's embarrassing. Oh, well, that's not embarrassing. I, think I was a... celebrating. I loved no. it. No, that I game should be able to celebrate really that hard. It's, it's, you know when you see something cringy on TikTok or somewhere and no, you're like, never. well, I get, I'm cringing? That's no. what it is. It's secondhand cringe. <laughs> 
second hand cringe. Yeah, T-Wolves fans, you're second hand cringe. I'm with you, They T-Wolves had a good fans. time. And by the I'm way, I'm not going to hate their good time. I like the T-Wolf fans because they are uh, the T-Wolves themselves now because uh, they, they uh, you know, pump the Clippers out of the playoff yeah. spot. And I love that. I love when the Clippers lose. It's so, <laughs> so great. Both LA teams are out. Come on. No, no Clippers, uh, they're not out yet. They're, oh, they're, they're, they face the winner of nine versus 10. Right. And then, so they could still be the eight seed. That's they how that lost w- the seven seed. So, so for anybody that doesn't know, and I think this would, oh! be, this would yeah. be great for the NHL oh! as well. This yeah. is a cool format. Yeah. Explain it uh, like I'm three years old. Okay. So at the end of the season, seven through 10 have a play in tournament to determine the seven and eight spots mm-hmm. in the NBA playoffs. So seven and eight play for the seventh seed. Whoever wins the 7-8 matchup gets the 7 seed. The loser of the 7-8 matchup plays the winner of 9-10. 9-10 are playing tonight. Whoever loses 9-10 is out. The winner of 9-10 gets to play the loser, so the Clippers, and then that determines the 8th spot. Oh, I love it's it. It's really fun. So here's what's cool. Here's what's cool. Okay, you ready? That would mean that Boston and Washington would have played. Like like um, uh, uh, Boston Bruins. Oh, Washington. in the NHL. Oh. If we did this in the NHL, let's say the Eastern Conference. Boston, Washington, 95 and 92 points. Islanders, 77. Columbus, 74. Those are the four teams right now that would be in. Uh, and Detroit's the next closest, so, and they don't even stand a chance to catch Columbus. So, you know, you have those four teams, and you know the Islanders are a playoff team. So if you can hmm. sneak into that, that nine spot, that if, like, if we want a real playoff race, this is how you guarantee a playoff race. The, the NBA is brilliant for this because, you know, you got, you'd have the 77-point Islanders Playing against Columbus, they probably win that game. It does kind of suck that, like, they're not going to make it because they didn't get to play at home for two months. Hundred percent. What's even <laughs> even better is the West, because oh. Vancouver oh. and Vegas are all right there. Same with Winnipeg. Winnipeg's right there in the eleven spot. And they had a war last it, night. They right did. Vancouver and Vegas. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, uh, but I'm just thinking. So, yeah. so the equivalent would have been like in the West, Nashville and Dallas playing, and then let's say Nashville wins. Then Dallas has to play the winner of Vegas, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. One, one down. Oh, one down? Dallas, LA, 7 8. Vegas, Vancouver, 9 10. I'm looking at, are you looking at the NHL? Yeah, conference standings. Oh, I'm looking at their wild card. The way no, the wild card you'd, you'd have to sort it in the conference, uh, right? Okay. Right, right. I, which I like so much better. But either, either way, it's very cool. Yeah. It's a very cool idea. And I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes because I, I like that one extra game idea. Hmm. And think about this the owners would love it. Because there would be that extra revenue, right. and I'm sure some of that gets p- passed on to the players, so then the players would love it. Minnesota just got a free extra playoff date. Which is great for everybody. Yeah. yeah, nobody, Including the fans. Nobody loses that. to enjoy it right. and celebrate. So you'd have Vegas, Vancouver, Winnipeg, Anaheim then. Mm-hmm. That's what it would look Anaheim like. Anaheim would be in it. Yeah, because we'd have to go back to like the uh, conference. Oh, no, no. Seedings, it would, right? No, it would be six. Is it, is it seven through ten? Listen to what yeah, se- trying it's to seven verse out. eight, nine verse ten. Okay, so Dallas, LA, yeah. Vegas, Vancouver, which would have been warlike last night. So da- let's say Dallas wins, and then it would be Dallas versus Vegas if Vegas won? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Also, I, the, let's get rid of the stupid division thing. Like, the yeah. top three division seeds make the playoffs. Said the Leafs. Yes. Said the like, Leafs. Sort by, go back to sorting by conference. I hate this division so much. I like, this division I would, sucks. It would be it's nice in baseball if they did that too. The division shit mm, in baseball yeah. drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, but, but baseball's so traditional. Yeah. It's, it's old. Yeah. It's, it, it, traditional or old? 
Gold. <laughs> they Same just word. three years ago allowed the games to be televised. If baseball was a person, he'd be your grandfather. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's who no. watches it. <laughs> What's that? That's who watches it. Yeah, unfortunately and for I, them. I like baseball, but yeah, my same. God, uh, Leafs in Buffalo last night. Let's start there. Let's not. Yeah, I mean, so it was funny watching your tweets because I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> just thinking like this game. I mean, Sheldon Keefe said it after the game. He's like, I don't. He's like, we. The season series between us and Buffalo is the difference between us and Florida. Do you remember? Yeah, it is. First of all, do you remember the one win? No, no, I remember the losses though. It was <laughs> the goaltending duel of the century. It was Joseph Wall, I think, Jeez. in his first NHL start. That's in the fall, probably, right? Yeah, against Aaron Dell. <laughs> and the Leafs got one. It was like the worst goal of all time. With like ten seconds left, that's wild. And they won. Uh, like, <sighs> what a waste of everyone's time. What I was watching the post game press conferences, and all the Leafs were drenched in sweat. From what? <laughs> from what? <laughs> what did they do? Sweating from what? Was it hot in the building? Did anyone who paid to be there last night observe that it was hotter than usual? And was it because you were so? fucking mad you spent money on that piece of shit like that wasn't that i mean you got to give the sabers their due the Leafs didn't show up yeah no they, they didn't because they, they didn't give a shit about that game mm -hmm. which i suppose i understand but i also don't i understand you not going a hundred percent i understand finding another level for regular season games against teams you might come across in the playoffs and then finding yet another level in the playoffs in terms of conditioning, in terms of the tune up going down the stretch, it is April 13th. I don't know why I looked. It's your birthday. Yeah, it is April 13th. The playoffs start in like two weeks. What the fuck was that? Well, so, so the, and this is the thing, right? Because at the beginning of the season, I, I was out there really hard on the Leafs because I was like, listen, First 10 games, they were like 500. They weren't very good. No. And and I was saying at the time, listen, these these games can be the difference between home ice and not home ice. They've lost and three they've games been... in regulation to Buffalo, and they got one out of four points against Arizona. Cat the Montreal. Montreal. And Montreal. Uh, they should game. be competing for the President's Trophy. Yep. The team's good I enough to be. I was so incredibly disappointed in last night. Like, they, like you said, they didn't show up. And like how, you can't just turn it on when you want to. You have to try every single game, and this is—it's clearly a trend because uh, they had the uh, graphic up in the broadcast uh, with the Leafs' non-playoff opponent record versus their playoff opponent record. Yeah. And currently, their playoff opponent record amongst Toronto, Florida, Tampa, Boston—they have the best points percentage amongst Good. those four teams. They have the worst points percentage versus non-playoff teams. So it's they not play, a thing. This they, is yet another thing people will gaslight. No, this happens to everyone. No, no, the no, stats are there. They guys, are the worst amongst those four teams versus non-playoff teams. That, please which stop is, pretending like I don't know this team like the back of my hand. Like, no, I don't think it's that, Steve. I think it's just that <laughs> earlier in the season, I think I think what, what people were thinking was, it's like, well, it's a lot of doom and gloom for a team that's objectively very good. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. But at this point in the season... It's hard to it's hard to say that it's acceptable for anybody not to show up. Like there's no justification for that, and that's where I'm with you on that, right? I think there's going to be people that are like, "Listen, they they're going to have an off night." And I'll, I'll give you this. Here's the good side. Here's the good side, gentlemen. 
of the last on the last 10 games in the Eastern Conference, the Leafs have the second best record to the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are nine and one. The Leafs are seven, two and one, tied with the New York Rangers. You see the TSN stat? I think it was Leafs since March first, twelve three and two, against teams that aren't the Buffalo Sabers. Against the Sabers, they're zero and three. Wow. They have as many losses in regulation against the Sabers as they do against the entire rest of the NHL in the last forty four days, guys. And like, okay, so. I suppose they're just going to turn it back on mm-hmm. on Thursday to take on the Capitals who are in a playoff spot. Which they're they just, can, and they will. They're just going to flick it back on. But then Saturday, you get the Sens, Islanders who they're not in a playoff spot. Normally. No, that's, a, that's the game they're going to lose. So, and then, so? But, then, but then, absolutely, Jesse. Yeah. And, then, and it's in Ottawa, too. Fart. Yeah. And then <laughs> you, you got three straight games against the Sens, Isles, and Flyers. No, they're taking those games off. <laughs> It, well, and then I suppose they're just going to turn it right back yeah. on. They're just going to flick the switch two yeah. days later to take on the Lightning yeah. and Panthers. No, they're winning those games. games. They're winning back to back. One hundred percent shutouts, back to back shutouts. Matthews has eight goals in each game. And I get, yeah, I'm going to call. Hutch, they're from Hutchinson. They're embarrassing. I'm going to call Allen. Tell Huberto to chill. Yeah, and he's going to. Um, can he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he could, if he could, <laughs> that would be nice. If Huberto could chill, almost eighty assists. Yeah. The, um, they they really, they oh take nights off, and it's not good. That's not what I want out of a team that I want to see win a round in a playoff series. Can, can we agree that this team is different than teams in previous years? They are better, yes. Because, yeah, they're better, first of all. But we would see late-season games where they were awful. And then there was last night where they've been so good recently that last night stands out as an obvious outlier of them just not trying. For me, it erased all the goodwill they built up over the last two weeks. No way. Uh, I no don't know way. about all of it. No, but my, I, I wasn't there. No, it's for Jesse. We're I'm talking back, about Jesse. I'm back to zero in where I'm still, and now I'm back to prove it to me. Really? I, I, when, they, when they went, had to, when they had that second period versus Florida, I was, I was over the moon with this team. Oh my I God. I was like, this is three rounds deep, baby. Like Absolutely. we're gonna have a, we're gonna have At fun least. in June. Yeah, and 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 then now I and then okay, they go out and they they have the Dallas game, whatever, and they come back, and then now I see I see this effort, the zero effort. Nothing. I'm like, okay, so you're still this same team. Now we're back to zero, but they're less now, of that I'm team not, now. I think that is improving, right? I'm not like negative on them, but I'm not up there anymore. Where this is the team that t- beats Tampa, routes Tampa, and goes one to one with Florida. I'm not up here anymore. I'm back to okay, Leafs. We're still. We got a game one. Got work still, to do. Uh, you immature. got work to do. They're okay. immature. Yeah, they're okay. an immature team. I don't they, know how you. They've feel about they've it. taken strides. They're more mature. They're more physical. I love that Marner stat. He leads the team in hits over mm-hmm. the last like that's crazy few weeks. Mm-hmm. It's it's he should, he should. He's one of their most key defensive players, and he's one of the fastest. Like it's a hit is making contact with your opponent and trying to separate them from the puck. Isn't that his job? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's also to set up plays and score. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. As a I, I you think know, Matthew should be up there too. I think if we're looking at it like. Um, if we're looking at it in its full contextualized picture, it, it's it's just fucking annoying when a great team like let's just I think we can all level in this. It's fucking annoying when a great team is a great team and then decides one night not to be because it's Absolutely. it is because ultimately like it wasn't like they were coming off the second half of a back to back. They were at home. Uh, were they at home? 
Yes. Yeah, 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 they were home. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there's just really it's sort of there's no and you could see that you could sense that in Sheldon Keefe, who is remarkably honest in front of the press, and we don't make enough of that. I don't think I've ever had a coach in Toronto be as honest and straightforward and yet be quoted less. That's his last one, by the way. What do you mean? That's his last night he skewered them in front of the microphone. That's his last one. He doesn't get another one until uh the end of the season. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because you you can't overuse those bullets. Oh, and he's yeah. only used two or th- you know three or four maybe over mm-hmm. the course of a season. Remember, he called them soft and purposeless. And yeah, it was a story in Toronto for three weeks. And it yeah. was a story. Yeah. yeah, because that's how they played, mm-hmm. right? I just whenever and, I watch his press conference, I'm like, man, is this guy saying this good or bad? It's, yeah. it's like crazy. But now he's directly attached it to math, mm-hmm. the math of catching Florida. The math of what if they lose a few games here and they get passed by Tampa and or Boston? Mm-hmm. I remember last year because of games like that. When we talked about their power play last year, one of the things like towards the end of the season, one of the things that we said was there's just no excuse for this much talent to be underperforming like this. You remember that? And they were now they're number one. What were they? Tenth in the league on the power play? Yeah. Maybe over the course of a season because they were shit hot for a month, but they were they had the I think it was the worst power play in the league. For the final month or two months. Right. And I remember us saying that. And people were like, listen, you're going too hard at them. You know, power plays go through skids. It's a shortened season, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, listen, skids. The, the, the deal is that a team with this much talent, and I'm, I'm getting to a point here. There's a reason I'm bringing sure. up the power play. The team with this much talent on the power play has no excuse not to be top three. I said that last year. We talked about that. It's obvious. And I would and, and it, I would go, Adam, oh, I, maybe top five, maybe top yeah, ten. Yeah. But no, they you're right. 16th last year. So that's un, it's, it's so unbelievably unacceptable that they moved Manny Malhotra off of that and put somebody else in. And look at, how, look at how great it's been. Now, and now, now they're number one in the league because they have the talent to be. And they have the execution. And they're looking. Their strategy's great. They actually make the, the they actually can get the puck across the blue line without you know, passing it back to another person. Remember they kept trying to do that? It's a, My chest doesn't tighten when they're in the neutral zone anymore. Oh, it's true. Oh. Now, now here's the thing. What this is what pisses people off. This is what pisses people off. This is why Jesse will say this. Will say, I'm not as high as I was. And it's because this team should win every game. And it's not... You can't. It's not that you will win every game. Yeah. But, but sometimes... You want to be like some teams you see, and they're an unstoppable force. And I know that Tampa fucks up. I know that Boston fucks up. Florida. I know that Florida fucks up, although they only fucked up 17 times this year. <laughs> um, you know, they have 52 wins. That the, there is no reason. I know the Leafs goaltending hasn't been great, but there really is no reason the Leafs can't be up near Florida now. They're, they're allowed to lose to Buffalo. Yeah. They're allowed. But three times but out of four? Where's your effort? Even that. Okay. Even that. It's, where's I'm, the effort? Where's the yeah, effort? I'm talking about last night specifically. They did not try. No. And uh, the point you made in the LFR about just the fans who showed up and bought tickets for a Tuesday game in Buffalo or in Toronto against Buffalo. Yeah. Like, I feel bad. Oh, yeah. You watched, you watched your, your hockey team play like garbage and not care that you're in the building paying $150 to $300 for a ticket. $150? You, you, how far back are you? They got two goals. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. got two goals. Uh, one of them barely cl- crossed the line. The other would have gone a foot wide if the goalie wasn't there. It just got lucky like, and bounced off a goalie. When literally, just he didn't look. Yeah, like he. And like, then you got the uh, the Mikheyev breakaway uh, breakaway that almost went in. Uh, uh, Matthews, or, like uh, that was kind of it. Going for the pass to Bunting, and you know one thing this team does when they don't give a fuck is they overpass. 
Mm. The Giordano mm. pass to Matthews. Everyone's like, everyone knows where that puck's going. And I'm the like, that, yeah, that not that the problem? The one that was, he looked Owen Power in the eyes and said, hey, Owen, here's here's the pass. <laughs> yeah. First day, you want you want the puck? If the kid playing his first NHL game knows what to do oh. there, you made the wrong choice. It was a tape to tape to his stick. <laughs> like, like you, they didn't show up. Well, are you saying you wouldn't pass to Matthew? No, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm saying it was the wrong choice in that situation. And he knows that it was the wrong choice. And by the way, he's been shooting this year. What, shooting the lights in. Yeah. And that's and that's what they do when they're hot. They shoot. They want it. They mm. want that goal. And it's not a selfish thing. It's a, I can fucking score this thing. When they're... <laughs> when they're the ball sitting on his finger, just oh, take it just from take him. It. The generals were due. All time, like oh yeah, ball. like fucking five pass rule. Like, yeah, guys, you're not playing house league. It's right. the Sabers aren't no. what we thought they would be at the beginning of the season. They're actually quite decent. There's there's 31 other NHL teams. You're playing NHL players every time you step on the ice. You have to try against them, or the Sabers are gonna beat you. Also, you know, you try. miss. Here's what you miss too. You miss an opportunity for Matthews to get 60 at home. Yep. Yeah. He's got 58. And you miss the opportunity for him to get 100 points at home. That second line was invisible. It's a bummer. The first line I at least noticed. Yeah. Second line was awful. Um, Nylander, even his advance. I had a little look at his advanced stats. Checked out. Has not been. The advanced stats aren't great this year. Checked for him. And out. his Nylander's game. You're going to laugh at this. You're going to laugh at this. Nylander's game. He scores goals from like two or three feet out. That's mm -hmm. Nylander's game. I know he's got a shot, but most of his goals, remember, he led the NHL last year in like goals net, within five feet of the net or something. Net front. He's got a snipe too, yeah. He does. I And he's had a good season points-wise, uh, but I think at a certain point you have to look at it and go, like, this is a, this is a bum stat, so bear with me here. I'm just going to give you some plus-minus. Mm -hmm. Now, we know that plus-minus ain't a great stat, right? We know that. However... When it gets extremely good, if you've got a if you got a plus twenty five, that usually means that you're a positive player. You could probably see, prove that better ways, but there is there are outliers, outliers right? Sure. Out, outliers are worth noting. But but this second line, as as many points as they've accrued, and I don't think they've been bad, but I think that they have had struggles, and maybe there's a chemistry issue there. Nylander is a negative fifty. Mm -hmm. Tavares is a negative eight. Yeah. Now, I'm not Nylander spent most of the season on the second line. Yes. But he's not now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm what I'm saying is this is there's got to be um you're right, yeah, cuz he's on the third. Right. Mm -hmm. The there's got to be a little bit more John John Tavares I think is doing it. You're never going to worry about effort with John Tavares. No. Sometimes throughout the season it didn't go in form, but he's got almost 30 goals. So I think he's doing okay. Nylander's got almost 30 goals. It, the only thing that you're disappointed in is the fact that he's so otherworldly talented. Mm -hmm. And you just want a little more. How about this? So, again, they got the Capitals, which, I mean, the prerequisite is you have to play them hard. Mm -hmm. Then those three straight games against Ottawa, Islanders, then Philly, you have to murder, murder at least two of them. Murder. Philly, you have to. You have the to, Islanders are a good team. Did you see? So you're not going to murder the Islanders. Did you see that? No, I don't. I think you're right. So I would ideally they would. You have to kick the shit out of Ottawa, to, and they would kick the shit out of Philly. You have to steamroll Philly. Yes, you have to. Did you see the Connor Sherry goal from last night? Crazy. It's an all timer. 
-hmm. you talk about a team that has no idea what the fuck they're doing at all. (laughs) The Flyers are sub NHL. (laughs) Holy shit. I know that on 32 Thoughts, they said, oh, they're going to want to sign Kadri. I don't know that Kadri's going to want... Do you want to step into it that mess? Nuts. What are you nuts? That's it. That'll take two or three years to untangle. Man, listen, buddy, <laughs> you get your cup this year. I get it. Shut her down. Sign in Philly and shut her down. Uh, but if you have any aspirations of winning, get okay. the right fuck now, away from there. For hey. everybody listening on screen is Connor Sheary standing in front of the net and Martin Jones. All five flyers are ahead At least of the face-off feet. dog. They're above the hash marks. And Connor Sheary is standing in front of the net, and then he gets the puck and he scores. So, like, what's the difference? Oh, okay, okay, he's he's what three feet in front of the blue paint. <laughs> it's so and absurd. All of the flyers. What are we looking this at? This is one of like the a, most shocking screenshots I've ever it seen. It looks like a drill. Like it looks like a playoff drill, or sorry, a, a practice, a, a tip-in drill. Yeah, yeah. And but, Connor Sheary is the is the player that doesn't move. He's but, just the dummy. Uh, Here, can you can you play it just for me so I can okay, narrate I gotta, the amount of moves he gets to make? So, there the, we go. Like, oh, Martin Jones, piece of shit. Okay, well, this is what he has to contend so, with. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so, big guy there. I don't know who that is. Just, oh, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> oh, he just went for... A, who's, One, two. Who's 13 on the Flyers? Who's 13? Oh. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's one of the worst... There's... Listen. I have to keep a mental, like, mental track. Oh, that was Kevin Hayes. What? Uh, that oh, I didn't know Kevin Hayes 13. Kevin Hayes. Where's uh, the defense? We're both defensemen. Kevin Hayes goes for a skate. <laughs> Where is everybody? I have to keep making track of the worst dang it's of the season. Everybody? This this is going to make the year end. Look at the one, two, three, four. Adam, five. I want you to watch. I want you to watch Kevin Hayes go for a skate. Oh my god. <laughs> No, we need it. Oh, oh my, my! What is Kevin One, Hayes two, doing? Three, three, four, five, six, including wow. the shot he got Yo, to make. Uh, six what is moves? <laughs> you know what Kevin Hayes looks like there when your controller runs out of battery and you and you don't switch it out. That's what, like, he just kind of he, he kind of crouches over and it's like Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. If anybody remembers that game, it's bad. You call up the Marlies. I'm not saying they beat them, but I'm saying the game no. is within a goal. <laughs> no. Holy shit. <laughs> That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. What was the final score? Flyers, Please tell me the Caps won. Please tell Flyers, me the Caps, Caps won. If, they, if the Caps lost, they should retire. Uh, they should be eliminated from the playoffs right now. I knew this. What? You did? The final score because uh, it was huge fantasy numbers. Nine to two for Washington. You're joking. <laughs> no, that was the final score. You you wonder why Connor Shearer was left all alone? They they oh were god. checked out of the game. Oh my god! The Leafs Nine are, two. The Leafs are losing this fucking game. No, they're not. Oh my god! No, they're not. No, 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 no. The oh fly, my no. god! They're Steve, gonna lose Steve, this Steve, fucking Steve, game. you're wrong there. But oh, I gotta they're gonna to, lose this game. Adam. You're wrong. You're wrong, Steve. Oh! They are. The Leafs are gonna snap back into place because that's what they've done all season. They have. You know, they've had their off games. I will grant you that, but they have always snapped back in a way that we have never seen before. This team, if, if, I, if I'm not correct, look at their record. The record proves me right. So I can guarantee you that going into Philly, I would not want to be the Flyers playing the Leafs next game. No, I would you, not want to be the Flyers. You should, the Leafs, listen, I get that you can't go balls to the wall for every game during the stretch run. Mm-hmm. 
you should make members of the Philadelphia Flyers after the game retire, be, be sitting in their locker and be like, I, I, maybe I'll, 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 I'll open an Etsy. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do something else. Yes. I'll I agree. Friggin, I don't know. I'll get my real estate license. I'll, I'll figure this out. <laughs> OV, because, by the way, like is that you have to drive them out of the league. 46 goals for Alexander Ovechkin. I want to know last night. He had 46 last night. Yeah, it was incredible. Wow. I want to know how many people in their Wayne Gretzky Ovechkin projections had OV scoring 50 this year. He's beating all of the sky high uh, expected OV goals. He's outpacing anything you could ever imagine. The dude's going to put up 50. Again. Again. Incredible. He's chasing down the record for most 50 goal seasons. Um, ever. I don't remember what it is. He's gonna. He's he's yeah. stupid. He uh, is. Yeah, the Flyers. Uh, so the Leafs get the Caps Thursday, uh huh, and then the Flyers Saturday. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's right. They, I like. They beat the Caps. They lose to the Flyers. No, they're gonna be. They're gonna win both games. They're gonna win both games. They beat watch. the Caps. They lose to the Flyers. They're you gonna. They're to. gonna steamroll the Flyers. <laughs> uh, and they. And I don't. The Caps are weird, right? Like. They, Andrew, they they turn it on and shut her down. They do. Mm. Andrew Berkshire said, "Yeah, uh, I think he said it perfectly to me." And like a non, like we were just talking over Zoom the other day, and he said the bit of a paper tiger. The Cause, caps, yeah, because when they yeah. decide to be, they're scary, mm. but you can poke holes in that puzzle pretty quickly. And their record suggests that if they lose in the first round this year, that's like, I think it's four straight first round exits since they won the cup and none of them were close. Oh, what's that like? Oh, I know. Can't imagine. That's uh, I would love to lose four straight in the first round after winning a cup. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, no, like we're talking about like weren't they all five games? <laughs> in the I, bubble. Remember there was the thing in the bubble where uh they were just like supposedly in the hot. Oh, they the just didn't time. give a shit. They were, they were at Hotel X. So yeah, they were here in Toronto just yeah. chilling. And they were like, every, the reports were that the Capitals just wanted to go home. Yeah. And they were <laughs> like, mad. We yeah. They were mad about that report. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. But Which they played like, true. they played. Well, yeah, exactly. If it was a, if it was a stupid report, they would have just ignored it. Right. It's like, oh, whatever. Just somebody reporting bullshit. Hey, um, the. Caps playoff records. They won the Stanley Cup in 2018. Mm-hmm. Next year, they. <laughs> what? Is it? what? I you said heard. I heard. You were. Oh. <laughs> Next year, 2019, they lose in the first round to the Hurricanes in seven games. 2020 bubble season, they lose in the first round to the Islanders in five after uh, finishing third in the round robin. 2021, last year, they lose to the Boston Bruins in five. Adam, go ahead. If it happens again. I'm just because they're going to play Florida or Carolina. You oh, and boy. You, neither of those are fun. See, Carolina to me is what the Capitals were in 1617. This mm-hmm. team that is just so fucking good and they added and got better and they just haven't done it yet. Right. But you feel like it's inevitable. And what's interesting is if if the Leafs had taken some of these games against weaker opponents seriously, it could be the complete inverse the Leafs could be playing the Caps. The Le- yeah, as the like President's Trophy winners. Yeah. And by the way, I know there's like going to be the Caps were. There's going to be people that reach out and they're like, "Listen, the Leafs are third in the conference. Like they're top five in the NHL. What are you complaining about?" I that's, that's to, a loser mentality. To be honest with you, I I want to be first. I want my team to be first. And I and if especially if they're capable, if you're yeah. capable of doing it. Why wouldn't you fucking do it? We didn't have. I want to win, baby. Let's go. Do we have this debate last year? We were like, oh, man, this should be going. Well, actually, last year is a little different because of the Canadian division and everything. But the the first COVID year, the 70 game year, were we like, they 
They should be competing for the President's Trophy. No, we very weren't because they weren't good. This team has been top five for, a, except for maybe a week, mm -hmm. four months. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I Guys. think you, you should want that, right? And I'm sure you do. But like as a fan, you should expect that of a team that has cup aspirations. You want that all the time, every day as a fan. And the, the players do too, but there are nights where it's not great. It's just that there seems to be a couple of teams with the Leafs where they had their number and it was like they took it off every time. Do you, do you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I get the frustration with Buffalo. Yeah. I get the frustration with Montreal. I get it with Ottawa. For me, it's, win those games. It's, you could lose. You could go 0 and 82, but if you tried every game, you know, you get some points in my book. Sure. And, and this team, they're very good, and I just want them to put some effort in every single game. You know what's the most, one of the most impressive Leaf teams I've ever seen? The team that finished last. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Every night they try their yeah. best. Every night they're like, we're going to go and try this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm grabbing her, and I can't score for the first 25 games Here of the year. Here comes Byron Fraze. <laughs> na, 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 na. On the second line. Na, na, na. Just giving her. <laughs> oh, man. That's Dave so funny. Steckle. Na, na, na. I'm trying to remember who else was on the team. P.A. Parento. Parento oh, yeah. I, I called him. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Supposedly, he did not like that. Why? Hmm? I don't know. I thought it was cute. It was. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Fart. Fart. Sometimes when I hear about that stuff, like, you know, we, we say stuff on the show and it gets back to people and, and it's like fun stuff and they're just like, mm -hmm. like it. I'm like, oh, you seem like a bit of a fart. Uh, <laughs> that's a fart mentality. That's fart mentality right there. Anyway, that team, uh, that team, flawed as they were, they were the worst team in the league. They, they came out and tried every night. And that was impressive. It was impressive that they were the, and it's so funny. This is quite the distinction. The Leafs were the best last place team in NHL history. Yeah, 69 points. Nice. <laughs> it's true. That's so stupid. Well, as opposed to the 14-15 team that were bad and didn't try. Yeah. Holy um, shit. That was one of the, that's the least fun I've ever had watching hockey. The, and, and some of the most fun was the next two years as they were yep. garbage. And then the next year they surprised make the playoffs and got, Two one up on the caps for a minute. It was great. It was like, cool, dude. Even the like Carlisle years, where they were the worst team on the ice heading into most games, and James Reimer bailed them out. It was fun watching how like okay, they're only gonna get seven or eight opportunities in this game. I can't wait to see how they bury three or four of them. Right, and Reimer makes fifty <laughs> saves. Yeah, and that was the shots were that high. Oh yeah. Oh, it's crazy. I I saw him make. I think it was a. 43 save shutout when I went to Edmonton. Um, like, if you oh, want, man. if you want to have a hilarious, if you want to dunk on Leafs fans, here's what you do. Look up Say 67. Look at any of their defensemen from the time of the first full season lockout. Sorry. Yeah. First, the only full season lockout or four or five. Yeah. Look at their defense core after that every single season up until probably two years ago. It's it's objectively it's horrendous defense. And if you want to have more fun, you can look up who their starting goalie was. Because even then it's it's just awful. They, like Vesa Toscala's in there. Um JS Oban, JS Jaguer. Yeah, Raycroft. Yeah, and Jaguer was good. Oban had a run. Uh, Jaguer was was Jaguer good or was he better than Jonas Gustafsson? Who was terrible. who he was taken over for. Yeah. He he had a string of bad luck. Some of the goalies who played in that man, Joey McDonald. Joey McDonald. Joey McDonald. UC Runis. Scott Clemenson. That's uh, that's uh, Calder Cup finalist Scott Clemenson to you, sir. <laughs> oh, God. Um, hey, Jesse, you wanted me to bring up Andre Kasha. 
Yeah, yeah. So there, since Andre Kasha has been out, there's been no official statement up until uh, two days ago, two days ago, uh, the 11th, on why he was out. We all figured it was a concussion, um, and then on uh, two days ago, they confirmed that it was a concussion. So there's a lot of there's there's been a lot of talk about it, and and I think it's really important to outline that right now with Andre Kasha's concussion history. It's not about getting him into the lineup. It's about taking care of his post-hockey career. Yes. And it's something that, because it's been so relevant on our network, recently having uh, Ken Dryden on Agent Provocateur uh, two Mondays ago, um, this is something that isn't discussed widely in hockey amongst the, the players themselves, amongst the, the managers. But it, right now we have a guy who has a long concussion history. Uh, it dates back to 2017. Um, I believe when his he had his first concussion, and now now he's out again with it, and he needs as much time as he he can take. He missed like a year. Yeah, he missed a full almost a full season uh, with a concussion. And go listen to that Ken Dryden episode to see why this should be a very important issue for hockey players and how we need to limit uh, these blows to the head because because Andre Cash is not thinking about hockey right now. He's thinking about having uh, a life at the age of seventy and mm-hmm. sixty mm-hmm. and fifty. Yeah, I, I agree. When I saw that, I was like, I don't think we're going to see him again. Forget right. the rest of the season. He may never play again. Right. Yeah. It's, uh... And that's why this, well, it's going to be, I mean, we mentioned it last episode, but the Matthew Nyes thing is an interesting thing. Right? Yeah. Forward depth. For sure. Mm. Dubas is, is meeting with him, but um, it's, it's, man, the Leafs are a different team with Kasha in the lineup. And it's, it's like you said, it's, um, uh, one, one of the stories that um, hit me the hardest when talking about injury recovery was actually Roman Polak um, when he snapped his leg against the Capitals. Awful. Um, the, he talked about his recovery at home and not being able to really help out much. And his wife is having to take care of the kids. And most people just go, oh, yeah, you know, the recovery sucks. And I had to do this at rehab or that. Or re-. No one ever asked about, like, the just the days like just the day-to-day life and it sounds torturous uh, c- uh, concussion recovery like spending time in a dark room um you know you probably can't go on your phone i don't know can you are you allowed to listen to music in the, Who are you you're allowed not to speak to? no sensory nothing yeah no so sensory. you have to sit in a room by yourself for days and 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 that's that's if you actually treat it properly so i was you should i, I would highly recommend if you love hockey and you want a game where there are less concussions, because there will never be a game where there are no concussions, but less concussions and no head hits. Uh, or even if you're not, I challenge you to read the Ken Dryden book on Steve Monador. Because he's got a, he's got a few chapters in it. People are like, I don't give a fuck about Steve Monador. Yeah, he scored that goal for Calgary in the playoffs, but the guy's a, you know, he's a plugger. He's a 5'6 guy. Okay, fine. Other guys that are mentioned in that book and have entire chapters devoted to them are Keith Primo, Mark Savard. These are players that are spectacular for their day and Keith Primo was dominant and one of the things it talks about is Keith Primo like went through years of not having any energy and having to sleep uh all the time having to take naps two times a day Mm -hmm. and then his symptoms finally clear up and he gets back on the ice and this is after he's retired because the the doctors in Philly finally said we'll never green light you you're never going to play again wow Hmm. uh because he he took a hit seven games into his last season and all the symptoms came back he couldn't so he goes through two years after, the, after his pro career ends, and he's feeling dizzy, he's feeling lethargic, 
his moods are swinging his back and then all of a sudden he starts to feel better and better and better and he starts to get on the ice and what happens he is walking out to the ice with his daughter i believe just to just to coach her team doesn't have his helmet on and he's tall and he hits the door frame and all the symptoms come back and 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 it's like like look up concussion symptoms he had all of them and they were back for two more years oh and and that's how that's how sensitive the brain becomes and ken dryden puts it perfectly he's like you can have a a bad knee or a a kind of a a a, you know you can have a little bit of a limp because your hip doesn't work Mm -hmm. as well anymore elbow Yeah. yeah but you don't want your brain to limp right well there's no brace for it there's no... You don't put a cast on it, your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I tore this. So I'm going to get this fixed and I'll be better in four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrifying. Man. And that, that, that shit scares me. And Dryden I, I don't like thinking about it. outlined it uh, great and how he was saying it's not the big shots to the head. It's not the big blows. It's those, but it's also just the small little concussive over and over and over these little hits to your brain that add up over time. And it's not even necessarily the hit to your brain. It's like right. getting jostled around mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it's it's a it's scary. Regardless, so Andre Kosh, I would imagine they think long and hard about Evergreen lighting him to play again. And as a team, I do think teams just like you know when you go to a bar, the bar at least in Ontario bears some responsibility if you drive home drunk. You know that. Mm-hmm. So so Smart Serve, which is our like governing body on that, will tell you that if you overserve somebody and they drive home, you're liable. And um, I think that NHL teams and doctors have to seriously think about how liable they may be in a court of law eventually uh, if they greenlight players like this. And I, I know that they do think about it. I, I, as a doctor, can you look at his concussion history and go, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, it's all, it's case by case. It's all individual. Oh. Even then, though, no. I hope he's back. Yeah, and, and I hope he's back I hope, too. Like, I hope he's back because I hope he's able to be. Right, right, right now we're hoping that. Oh, tomorrow we get a report from fucking Myrtle that says, "Oh, Castro's back on the ice and he's skating through the lineup." So I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna but, hold my fingers and or hold my breath and cross my fingers. Right, and I will also hold my fingers. Um, <laughs> the the other thing, so I want to I want to throw this this out there. The um, I don't know if you guys have seen um, uh, Chris Pronger. Uh, tweeting. I saw he was tweeting today. I didn't so see what he said. Let me roll through his tweets because this is it's hilarious because Chris Pronger literally said the exact same thing we said on Agent Provocateur like six months ago. And that's when we had Frank Zecca on. And, and of our episodes, I think there was like a lot of people, you know, when you, there's going to be a lot of people when you have Max Pacioretty on, you have Marc-Andre Fleury on. But one of the things, like if you really love to dive deep into sports, listen to the Frank Zecca episode. Frank Zecca manages Steph Curry's wallet. It was a fascinating conversation. Frank Zeka gets to say to these players, sorry, you can't buy that. Or one of the things he said throughout was, um, if you have a thing where you like to spend stupid money on stupid things, have one thing. <laughs> so he said, if you like dumb watches, go buy a bunch of dumb watch, but keep it to that. If you like cars, go buy, but keep it to that. Don't make it multiple because then you're going to run out of money. Chris Pronger tweeted today, when you hear about player X making 30 million over five years, that's 6 million bucks a year, you think, wow, he made it. However, that's not always the reality. In this thread, I'm going to break down how much they actually take home. And he goes into, you know, owner's revenues, escrow, player's revenues. And, um, you know, on average, and we learned this, you're probably going to take home, and I'm not going to, the whole thread is super long. You're probably going to take home about um, 30% after taxes and fees and everything else and escrow, everything, 30% of your total salary. So that's like 9 million? 
Yeah. And that's over the course of, I'm going to say five years or something like that. Now, is that still in a crazy amount of money? That's awesome. To the average person? It's amazing. But you got to remember, careers are short. Mm -hmm. And these people are at the top, 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 top of of their profession. Right? People at the top of their profession are going to get paid more. But the reality is for a lot of these players, it's just gone. Now, I don't think a lot of people are like, fuck me, fucking cry me a river pronger. No one cares. It's like, I, I, I get that to a point, And I don't think his thing was feel bad for the players who are making a million dollars plus or even less than that, even $300,000. I think he just wants to illustrate, hey, um, $30 million is not $30 million like you think it is. Well, also, the vast majority of players don't make close to that. The vast majority of players do not make $30 million in their career, let alone over five years. Right? So it is relevant information. Sure. And are they taxed at the same bracket? I guess it depends on the place. Yeah, but I think if you have a good money manager like Frank, what they do is they go into each jurisdiction, depending upon where you play, mm-hmm. and you're able to defer taxes sometimes, uh, and you're able to put money into certain things to protect your money. If open, you have the right corporation, if you have the right mm-hmm. money management, um, you should be able to make the same in Toronto as you do in Florida or similar. Right. So uh, Alan said that, right? Yeah. He was a big proponent of that. Yeah. So don't listen to the whole, uh, the whole idea that you somehow can't make the same money in Toronto, uh, or in, or in Canada as you can in the States. You absolutely can. Absolutely. You can. So anyway, long story short, I thought, I thought it was worth mentioning and I think he's just putting it out there for food for thought, but I think a lot of people right now, I don't think people want to hear that. You know, after the pandemic and people are struggling, you know, finding jobs again and which and, and co- cost of living is up and inflation's at like 7%. I get it too. Sometimes it's just ill-timed and no one fucking wants to hear it. Sorry, man. Oh, did you only make $1.2 million? I get it. Why can't it just be information and we because, don't need to care how people reacted to it? Because on Twitter, it's got to be a take. You got to have a take. Otherwise, you're not going to stand out, kid. Man. <laughs> like, I don't know. What if... I totally understand where you're coming from. And also, he's just literally telling the truth. Yeah. You know? Like, isn't that okay? Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of... I've deleted some tweets recently, like responses to people, because I'm like, you know, they're just having a shitty day. Mm-hmm. I even... I got one of those uh, recently where I responded to someone and they didn't expect it. It was... This was on Instagram and they were like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was just kind of fucked up yesterday and like I was pissed. It happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's and listen, I get it. Like I have not been happier than usual <laughs> over these last two years. No. So I, I get it. You've gone through it a bit. I think um we all have. So anyway, end of the day, I think it's it, we, I want Bezos. I want Bezos has had a good couple of years. <laughs> um uh, and uh and uh, he's taking his space stick to the stars. Um, have you seen that space shuttle? I have seen his How, space stick. Like, yes. Did it have to look like a giant blue dick? Like, yes. honestly. Yeah. If you've not seen Blue Origin, check it out. He's probably like, you know what? I, want, I just want to fuck with people. I want to make them put a di- giant space dick on CNN. That's what I want. I mean, if you could afford a spaceship, what shape would you make? It wouldn't be a dick. I feel like mine would be a James Reimer mask. There it is. But you would have to put it upside down for aerodynamics. (laughs) I thought about this a lot. All right. 